0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Neil World Order Podcast. As we come to you on a snowy Saturday night here in Wisconsin. Yes, there is actually snow sticking to the ground outside. I just had the dogs out. And I was, it snowed the other day, but what, Friday or whatever? And, you know, it just kind of blew around, big flakes, wasn't sticking. Obviously, you know, the ground's not cold enough to freeze or anything, but then... Later in the afternoon, it snowed pretty good there. It stayed and it melted away. And then uh, they said over the course of the next couple of days, we might get an inch uh, or two of snow before Monday. But, I mean, it is what it is. It's that time of, time of year. It's always crazy. To f- it feels like it was just summer, but now, you know, the white stuff's coming down. Chilly temperatures. Um, all that good stuff that comes with Thanksgiving and the holidays and... Whatever, but um, crazy. Um, you know, I was thinking today. You know, I always kind of script the show and have it uh, the idea of what I'm gonna talk about. But like today, I kind of had a mm, just a moment, I guess. Uh, we were out uh, door dashing, uh, Instacarting, whatever. You know, and you just realized, you know, and I guess I knew this, but I never really uh, really thought about it. But it's like, you know, every time you go somewhere. And the service is slow because of, you know, nobody wants to work or, you know, drive drive-throughs are way backed up because you can't go in the uh, the dining rooms or everything's just logistically a nightmare now. At the end of the day, it's the fault of a, of a liberal or a Democrat, you know, because, like, they are directly responsible for this. So I was sitting there and I was like, man, we should be able to, like, stab one in the neck every time we're inconvenient, because, like, the work, like, you just want to go back to sleep, you know, and be like, okay, I want to, I joke today, I sort of go back to sleep and wake up, and it'll be, uh, 1993 or something, but, um, yeah, it was just like, <sighs> like, everything's a headache, you know, and it just makes us all want to be like, ah, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore, you know, and it's just like, I, you know, I- I've got to believe that people are, like, in the next handful of years, they're going to, like, kill themselves in record numbers just because it's terrible. Like, I know there's way worse than just being, but but if you think about it, just day in and day out, almost doing anything is a fucking headache. It's way more difficult now than it used to be with all the technology we have. Um, it takes longer. It costs more. You know, and it's just like, like, fuck, when, when does it end? And this, I mean, I think my wife said it best. She says, it's not gonna, you know, it's only going to get worse. You know, you keep telling yourself, like, how the cost of everything has gone up. Like, it's, it's going to come down a little, but it's, I mean, if they've got you paying that much for it now, they're not going to just be like, two years, "Ah, we'll take a lot. You know, yeah, the market kind of controls it, but the price, prices always go up. Everything always gets more expensive. Unless we get lucky and President Poopy Pants drops dead and Kabbalah gets lost somewhere and God knows they find someone else to run the country besides some idiot fucking liberal. We'll be alright, but seriously, if you know any Democrats, you have to share a Thanksgiving table with them. Like, knock the fucking shit out of them. These fucking idiots. Um... Thankful that uh, we don't really associate with the liberals in our family. Thank you, Jesus. Um, You know, and really, there's, you know, part of our extended family, I think are, but we don't really deal with them. We don't really like them. My piece of shit brother's a liberal, but it only makes sense. He don't do shit. I mean, he would want everything to be free. So getting back on track, anyways, um, Earlier in the week, uh, this past week, I'm sure you saw eight people died at uh, Travis Scott's Astroworld concert in Houston, Texas. I mean, it seemed like uh, I-, I believe it was Saturday or Sunday night. It was all over the news Monday. You know, it was like the whole big thing, and I mean, like people died. I'll be honest; I, I kind of knew the name Travis Scott, but all I really I-, I couldn't tell you a Travis Scott song if I heard one. The only thing I kind of knew about him is he's fucking one of the Kardashian sisters, I think Kylie Jenner, the, the billionaire one. Um, anyways, there were 50,000 people at this sold-out show in Houston, and apparently as Scott took the stage, like the crowd began to surge forward, like out of control over the barriers. Uh, witnesses reported that they were just going, it, it was just like a, cl- a complete collapse of security. And the surge, you know, in the chaos, the barrel uh, barricade, like those metal barricades, they always make me think of like old school WWE wrestling before they used those black things. Um, toppled over, people tripped, they were trampled, pushed. Ultimately, you know, people were trampled, it resulted in their deaths. Um, there were eight, like I said, there were eight people that were killed. And this is just like a concert. Um, and they, you know, the ages range from 14. To 27 There's also a 10 year old And a 13 year old that are in the hospital In critical condition Like This is insane Like We're not talking like People getting shot At an NWA concert Or something On the wrong side Of Cleveland But you know If you're uh, As unfortunate As most of us are And use social media The events of Astroworld We're all over Social media platforms On Instagram TikTok TikTok especially Um, the video showed like multiple concert goers trying to get the attention of like the cameraman security and other concert organizers begging and pretty much pleading for help for, uh, people who were either hurt or had already been killed. They were probably critically injured. Um, one girl telling the cameraman repeatedly, someone is dead. Someone is dead. And the cameraman kind of looks at her and literally goes back to filming, um, Organizers, security, and, and Scott himself even failed to hear the pleas of the uh, concert goers. You know, even amidst all the chaos, Scott actually is on the mic and screams, "Let's make this motherfucking ground shake!" Which, okay, to an extent, let, let, let's 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 level. This guy's probably rich. He probably barely has a third grade education. He, he's an idiot by most standards. Like, just being successful doesn't mean you're not a fucking idiot. He's an idiot his music, you know, like I said, I don't really know but I'm guessing it sucks because pretty much all hip hop post biggie and Tupac is complete fucking shit. Um, but yeah, concert goers are screaming, you know, in all the videos, they're literally in the face of anyone. They can get the attention of crying and begging for, for people to get help for people who've been hurt or worse, you know, and they're hardly even acknowledged. Um, you know, in the crowd, as a whole just continued to surge. And per everything I saw, there was honestly no way you could control this. And, you know, I'm assuming the venue or the organizers weren't prepared for the event. Um, I saw an interview later that said, I guess at the same venue, there was a similar crowd search issue, uh, about a year prior. No one was killed. Uh, there were some injuries, Um uh, so you would think maybe they would think, okay, we should you know be a little more prepared the next time. Um, you know, even you had concert goers that were jumping and climbing on emergency vehicles as they'd finally made their way into the crowd to try to assist those who'd been injured. And literally, we're talking about complete mayhem, not even five minutes into a concert that's continuing to go on. It doesn't really stop. Uh, You know, and it's probably something that could have been prevented by all parties involved. Um, You know, I think a lot goes into it. And like I said, sometimes it comes down to stupid people doing stupid things. Uh, You know, when the show originally sold out, which sold out in like 10 minutes, I guess, in May, Travis Scott had actually took to Twitter and encouraged people to show up anyways that didn't have tickets. Uh, And he said not his exact tweet was, nah, we still sneak in the wild ones. in." of course the tweet has since been deleted since the events of last week, because, you know, they'll just resurface in 10 years. Travis Scott doesn't believe that. Tell him to call John Gruden. Um, you know, and it just started at, like I said, as they rushed over the barriers, uh, and people just, I guess they really needed to be close to the stage where Travis Scott was going to perform. Um, you know, and like I said, you know, a year previously this had happened. Uh, Scott actually has a history of having unruly crowds at his shows and often resulting in injuries. He's actually been convicted twice of encouraging fans to rush the stage. Uh, I think it was under, like, inciting mayhem. Uh, at an event in 2017, New York actually resulted in a man being paralyzed. Uh, in 2015, Scott was cited. Um... For saying, I told the fans to keep coming, I want chaos. I mean, it's pretty obvious he's ignorant. He doesn't learn anything or have the intelligence to learn from mistakes. Um, You know, I have a feeling this time he's really going to be held accountable. Um, Drake's name is also on the show uh, and is named in the 17 lawsuits that were filed on behalf of those in attendance as well as there's a criminal investigation being conducted by uh, the Houston Police Department. Live Nation, the organizers of the event, should probably be held accountable as well. I mean, ultimately it's their duty to provide a safe environment and adequate security for people attending a show. Um, Scott had already said he's reimbursing all the concert goers for the show and has offered to pay for the eight funerals of the fans who died. I mean, I'm sure those families would just rather have their family members alive but what he can do you know and another thing like if you look at this is kind of a reflection of uh society as a whole uh the selfish intent that leads people to only think of themselves you know the little regard we have in general for human life i know i was just talking about stabbing people but it's different when you're dealing with liberals um you know we live in a culture where we chastise people who don't take an experimental vaccine, you know, and and yet I haven't seen anyone on TV calling those people in attendance that trampled and fought and pushed their way to the front, you know, of this concert. Nobody's called them vile killers or how they're horrible, self, their selfish acts. Like, people berated Aaron Rodgers all week. They'll still continue to berate him up until... 325 kickoff tomorrow against seattle because that's that's how the system works you know We're, we're these people who actually resulted in people dying aaron has killed no one to this date that we know of Um We just you know all he does is win football games he owns the bears and he hosts jeopardy You know and it's and I, and I think these, you know, and I'm not saying people haven't stormed concerts over the years and stuff like this. You know, we could go back in time, and I'm sure there's been events, you know, even in sports, you know, you had British soccer games where shit gets crazy, but, um, you know, and I guess then there's the other element of this, which is uh, kind of a, a thing people talk about now, and, you know, I looked into it, and I've heard some of it for so long, but some stuff I just, you know, I guess hip-hop is almost like a thing I don't pay much attention to, a lot anymore of anything currently. You know, and there's this take that all of this was some dark, satanic human blood sacrifice. I know you're shaking your head right now. You're like, what? Um, but, like, satanic imagery and, like, the embrace of the occult, it, it, it's really become very prevalent in today's hip-hop. You know, and there's the part of me that think it's anything they can give you to distract you from the music because it's actually terrible. Um, You know, I I don't think it's them trying to be showmen or entertainers because, yeah, I I, I just don't. But, um, you know, there were all these theories on social media, which don't make them true. They're just theories, um, citing that his Travis Scott stage concept was taken from a painting linked to his satanic rituals and the events of that night, you know, that's what all contributed to this whole blood sacrifice thing. You know, everything from the cover of his album Dystopia, with, you know, Dystopia being the opposite of Utopia and relating to a frightening, broken-down, post-apocalyptic society on which the cover, you know, Scott appears to look like a demon. His uh, actual stage platform set, Looked like an upside down cross. Um, You know, before show starts, a dove on fire appears on the like the video screen, which is a sign of sacrifice in the occult. Um, Scott was wearing a shirt that showed people passing through a door. And as you know, they're walking through the door on one side. And and once they come through the doors, they're turning into devils. Um, His opening song was called Escape Plan. You know, and the performer who was on stage before Scott, I for, forgot who it was. Um, actually, told fans at the end of his set, "Hey, you guys, don't don't die tonight." Which, you know, whatever. You know, my theory, on coincidence. I don't believe in them. But um, <clears throat> you know, and like I said, as all things with art, it, it can be subjective. Um, you know, in my opinion, it would appear there are a lot of coincidences here if I believed in coincidence. Um, and, you know, we talked, like I said, I've given you my theories on the existence of coincidence. I don't really believe in them. You know, it's also worth noting um, when doing some research on searching Travis Scott, satanic and such things. And sometimes I'm, I'm, I, you know, when I do research things, I look at, what I'm trying to learn or what, what I want to believe versus what something, how hard something works to make me not believe it. Um, I kept getting articles urging me that it wasn't the case, that he wasn't satanic and that all this had been debunked with, there really was no mention of the debunking. It just kept saying this source had been debunked and blah, blah, blah. You know, and really the, I guess it's the skeptic and the cynic in me, um, my biggest takeaway there is that Google was trying really hard to convince me that this wasn't true, that he wasn't into the dark arts, and, you know, the satanic stuff is all just, maybe it's just there, and people are making things out of nothing, that it's, it, you know, it's nothing to sweat. Um, that that kind of left me scratching my head. It was kind of like, I went looking for this, but instead they were like, hey, let me take you down this path, which, you know, it's kind of how narrative works. So I was like, oh this seems really weird. But, um, yeah, you know, and the, and the, the interesting thing, you know, I'd click on the articles and read them and they're from all over the country, different papers, um, all over the world, even, you know, some UK, um, I don't know other places in Europe, Germany. And it was almost worded. Like every article was exactly the same, but they were different publications, different authors, you know, and it was just like, almost seemed like copy and paste, you know, and going back to like the whole demonic Satan imagery and I don't know that just that whole facade in hip hop or whatever, you, you, you do see more of it beyond, I mean, you had little Nas X in March released his Satan shoes through Nike. There was a limited 666 pairs, each pair. Apparently was infused with actual human blood. Um, they sold for over a thousand dollars a pair, and the shoes sold out in less than a minute. Like that's, I get there's sneaker sneaker pimps out there who like to buy shoes, sell them, and collect them, and what you know what I collect action figures, I like jerseys. I, I get the whole you know your things your thing, um, you know, and it kind of the shoe was released with a new song and video for song Montero and the video, uh, NASA X cavorts erotically with several iterations of, of Satan, the devil, you know, and then eventually he's stoned at a crowd and they're actually throwing butt plugs at him, you know, all before he gives Satan a lap dance, which is an attempt to murder him and take over the crown of hell. And I'm not making any of this up. Um, I wish I was, but like, you know, as I was watching it and trying to look at the imagery and trying to comprehend it and relate it to other things, like, all I could think of was just, if I was sitting there with Tupac and he was trying to watch that video, and I was like, God damn, but, um, you know, Nas, who's openly gay, not just in the way that we listen to his songs and say he is. Um, he said the song and video was a take on his jealousy of the lives of straight people. How we're allowed to live our lives out in the open without judgment. So I guess symbolism or something he was going for. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't recommend watching the video. Not because of the creepy devil, just because it's fucking stupid. Um, I, I mean, when, when you peek. With a song that had Billy Ray Cyrus Singing the hook I think it's safe to say you're not going to be A very creative artist With a lot of good hits Um, You know All through the history of rock and roll um, Everyone is kind of used to the Dark Lord From time to time From Judas Priest Ozzy, Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson Finnish Black Death Metal Over in Finland uh, Ghost who we talked about I don't know a month or so back Um even one of my all time favorite bands Motley fucking crew Uh you know in most instances A lot of times I think it's just for shock value Or to sell this image Um That's my take on it you know the fire Pentagrams goat heads Upside down crosses you know They're on stages album covers T-shirts You name it you know even part of the theatrics And the videos and uh, live performances Um but that that's kind of how i see it i remember uh, not sure when but like growing up in the 80s you know one day I, one day i just found motley Crue, um and i i was obsessed with motley crew um you know they were my band I, ha- I had t-shirts all the cassette tapes yep cassette tapes not cds not you know MP like cassette tapes um they were they were like my band you know um I had posters up in my room. I'd buy like any metal magazines that they were on the cover of. Are heavy metal mag? I mean, are magazines in general like a thing anymore? I can't tell you the last time I sat in a doctor's or dentist's office long enough to, I mean, you know, you go in there now, it's pretty much they're taking you right in. You sit in your car because everyone thinks you're going to die. Um, but yeah, you know, even my first concert was Motley Crue. It's Motley Crue on the Dr. Feel Good tour. Uh, would have been circa, uh, like, 1989. I believe I would have been a freshman in high school at uh, Chippewa Valley High School. Um, the concert was at the Palace of Auburn Hills for all my Michigan people. Um, I'm pretty sure the Palace is gone now, though, isn't it? That used to be where the Pistons played. Uh, it was kind of out in the burbs. Uh, they actually had a contest in the newspaper. A fan named that place, and they got, like, tickets to everything for life. So I guess once the Palace got knocked down, that person doesn't get tickets anymore but uh, I'd like to know where that person is now I'm going to look that up when I get off of here Uh, but yeah you know formed in LA in 1981 Motley Crue they sold over 100 million albums 7 platinum or double platinum albums Um, all in all they're one of the most successful and story to in rock and roll history Uh, founded by bassist Nikki Sixx the band consists of drummer Tommy Lee guitarist Mick Mars and of course Vince Neil on vocals they were kind of the bad boys of rock and roll. They released 10 albums, all of which hit the Billboard Top 200, uh, and often with one or more appearing on the chart at the same time. They were kind of known for their wild, hedonistic, excessive behavior, crazy drinking, um, wild part- partying. Um, you know, for the most part, they were out of control, you know. the, the Their whole story is just like a roller coaster ride of substance abuse and personal highs and lows. Um, you know, even as way back as 1984, uh, Vince Neal, the lead singer, was, was drunk, uh, making an alcohol run in his, uh, I believe it was a Pantera sports car. Uh, it was, he was in a collision in which his good friend, uh, Hanoi Rocks drummer, Razzle Dingley, was killed. Uh, Vince Neal was charged with DUI, vehicular manslaughter. You know you look at this now and it's fucking crazy. He was sentenced to 30 days in jail He only served 18 and he paid 2.5 million I think uh, Based on a civil suit to the family um, He would continue to struggle with alcoholism for years um, Basis Nikki six would overdose on heroin a few later a few years later uh, he actually I think did multiple times Uh, One of those times he was actually revived, and that would go on to be the inspiration for one of the crew's biggest hits, Kickstart My Heart, which is one of their bigger songs. I never really liked it, but um, you know, they got their lives cleaned up for the release of Dr. Feelgood. They were all rehabbed and clean, and the title track to the album, Dr. Feelgood, was actually their biggest hit, and the album was their most successful. Um, but you know over the years you had like looks that kill the ballad home sweet home, um, shout at the devil, too young to fall in love. girls, girls, girls where they just sing about like all the strip clubs in the country they visited um, God, there's so many wildside um, live wire I mean they're they're motley Crue. They're just they're awesome. Um, fun fact the band actually was going to call themselves Christmas and they were backstage or at a party somewhere having a poker party and a friend of theirs walked in and I don't know they were all strung out drunk whatever and this is in the early stages and he walked around and looked at them and go why well, aren't you a motley looking crew and that's actually where the name of the band came from but despite all this success world tours fortune fame millions and millions of albums sold they've actually sold more albums than Kiss and many other artists from the same era Motley Crue are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh they don't really care that's kind of not their thing in an interview once um Nikki and Tommy had said they were told they would never be in due to their history of wild antics and their whole kind of fuck you attitude um that's just kind of who they were I mean they pissed a lot of people off I think they went through a lot of managers anyone that ever had to work with them on a professional level you know during their heyday they were terrible you know they were unreliable they I mean they didn't miss shows and stuff but they were you're dealing with guys that are on coke heroin drunk you know probably at shoulder deep and women left and right I think they're all on like their second third fourth marriage. And they, you know, look at Tommy Lee. He was married to Heather Locklear, Pamela Anderson. Um, he was with that tattoo lady, I don't know, Kat Von D, for a while. Um, Nikki Six was married to one of the Bay- another Baywatch chick. Um, you know, they just that they they were the. You know, I mean when you think of like rock and roll and like that larger than life. What, what it would mean to go down the rabbit hole of every Like, I picture Motley Crue. Like, that's that's the band. What they're supposed to look like, what they're supposed to do, you know, the good, the bad, the debauchery. Um, it's crazy, too, to think that they're not in the Hall of Fame when fucking Green Day is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Red Hot Chili Peppers are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Run DMC is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Come on. You know and none of them have anything on motley crew you know you they can't touch their album sales their global influence their story is wild um if you get a chance there's actually a film on netflix called the dirt it's based it's it's i think machine gun kelly played tommy lee and uh some other people are in it it was on netflix made for netflix a few years ago it chronicles the you know the story the rise of the band how they were formed going through the years um uh, it's based on a book, The a book the Dirt, the guys collaborated on. Um, Nikki 6 kind of almost is like in charge of everything. Uh, he was kind of like the brains behind the whole operation. Uh, the movie was, like I said, it was really good and it was pretty accurate based on everything I personally knew about the band just from being a huge fan. Uh, you know, and I still enjoy my hair metal bands, especially now we're like in a time where like rock and roll music is kind of Faded to the back burner I mean You know It's it's just not out there um, So yeah Check out some Motley Crue um, It's good shit You know Speaking of Craziness And debauchery And fire uh, The Kyle Rittenhouse trial Is currently going on In Wisconsin uh, The defense Rested their case The other day um, For those of you Who may have forgotten Kyle Rittenhouse Is a 17 year old Teenager he shot and killed two would be attack two would be pe- attackers of him, uh, and wounding a third who had come at him with a gun. The fact that that actual attacker would testify to in court uh, while on stand, uh, being cross examined, uh, they've shown a lot of this. The whole I mean the whole trial is a joke. It was clearly an act of self defense, um, and it kills me because all I hear people you know. It's been televised So um, I've watched a good portion of it At work here and there And basically In everything I've seen The prosecution has done more to acquit Kyle Than his defense His defense is great Um, It's just that that's how bad the prosecution has been Uh, The trial's been Even edging on being declared a mistrial Which I honestly think the prosecution wants Because then they can kind of just blame the system you know, and go. We go back to it's oh, it's racism. It's this. It's that. You know, we we tried to fight the good fight, but um, the actual district attorney of Kenosha County didn't even want the case. It was passed on to the assistant DA, uh, who has clearly raised the ire of the presiding judge several times over the past couple of days. I was watching. Uh, you've probably seen a lot of those clips on the news. I mean, they've kind of. Twisted it to make it seem like Oh, this judge judge is a racist, Republican, blah, blah Just so you know, this judge was actually Appointed by uh, A Democrat So he's (laughs) While he may be, I don't know I don't know how he votes, but he was put in place By Democrats Um, It's just You know, I I think This assistant DA is a sacrificial Lamb, uh, no tie Into the things we discussed earlier Or is it, uh, the craziest part is just how informed, like, the general public is. You know, it may be, like, where you live. I know people listen from all over the country, and, um, but it's no real surprise there that people don't know shit, right? Like, so just some random things that I just thought all people would know, because it's always been the truth, you know. All three people that Kyle Rittenhouse shot, they were white people. Two were felons. Um, one actually pulled a gun on him first, which he was illegally carrying with an expired concealed carry permit, which he did testify in court, which is a matter of court record. Um, but a vast majority of this whole anti Kyle crowd have no idea he shot white people. They think because all of this transpired during the uh, burn, loot, murder, riot, I mean, BLM rioting and destruction after Jacob Blake was shot by the police that he killed black people. And it's not their fault, because liberals are fucking idiots. They're the most uninformed fools walking the earth. I mean, they voted for Biden. A guy who shit his pants with the Pope and farted in front of the royal family. Which props to him. Farting's cool, but whatever. You know, they buy they buy into the COVID propaganda. You know, and most of them are probably don't have time to listen to us because they're out getting their 16th booster. Um... And they'll, they will argue with you. This is the most consistent argument I see is, well, Kyle Rittenhouse had no right to be there yet. They're on the side of the people who were burning and looting Kenosha and caused millions in property damages, but you can't put a price on life. Apparently. I mean, I mean, you can, um, you know, the police crippling Jacob Blake with those gunshots while there was a civil suit or a payout or a settlement. It, it'll save taxpayers money in the long run. Because you see handicapped people committing, you don't see handicapped people like committing a lot of crimes. It'll be harder for Jacob Blake to continue being a pedophile from his wheelchair. You know, but on the bright side, he can park closer to the uh, stores now when he goes to shop or to loot. So, they're expecting a verdict possibly this week uh, when everything gets, I don't know, goes back on Monday. The governor here has actually called in 500 National Guardsmen, and they're en route to Kenosha to try and maintain control when the verdict comes in, which is most likely Rittenhouse being acquitted of everything, other than perhaps some minor gun fine. At that point, the animals will take to the streets and cry and no justice, no peace. I need new Jordans. You know, they'll go to Target and use promo code Jacob Blake to get a free TV. You know, all, which all, I don't know if this is all going to be incorporated with Black Friday sales and Thanksgiving. Um, it, it's stupid. You know, the I guess the irony of the verdict is a guy is possibly going to be acquitted of shooting attackers who were protesting and rioting. So people are going to take to the streets and protest and riot when there's going to be a whole other collection of people who be like, hey, I can go shoot these people and not go to jail. It's a recipe for idiocy on every side. And the mainstream media will, will like stoke the fire and get everyone so worked up because they're always leaving out the facts. Like, I'm blown away by the dumb, stupid shit. Our local, like, TMJ4, uh, WISN. I even saw, I think I follow like a Fox 17 out of Nashville. And why the fuck do people in Nashville care about what goes on in Kenosha? Um, And I I read the article, I'm like, no, that's not what happened. Like, they just tell you, like, their side of it. Um, Should be an interesting week, though. You know, as always, between the weather the snow. Aaron Rodgers is back tomorrow so that's something to look forward to you know, our unvaccinated hero um, but yeah, uh, so you know, hopefully is only like 45 minutes from where I live so we're pretty close to all the insanity nothing to worry about, we're surrounded by fields and country people and the animals don't dare come this far but um Good news, I got some new equipment on the way Um, So hopefully the new Improved Neil World Order podcast Will be debuting shortly with our collection Of guests Um, As always, check out the merch store You guys are eating up the Let's Go Brandon merch I really appreciate it That's pretty awesome I saw the sales on that stuff the other day I was like, holy shit, nice work Uh, But that's all I got Uh, So wherever you are Have a great weekend Drink Drink up, listen to some Motley Crew, and uh, be safe. See you next week.